You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from Heritage Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, led by Pastor Johnny Che. Our church is dedicated to serving Jesus Christ and reaching the world by going forward with the gospel. We pray that you will be helped and blessed by this message from God's Word. It's an honor to have Brother Ben Walker preaching for us tonight. Brother Ben, you come up and feed us. We're hungry. Woo! Come on. Preach. Does not get any easier. That is for sure. I don't think I need that. Well, your uh, teenagers were an encouragement to me this morning. When I told them I was preaching, they were all excited. They were cheering and and hollering. And I know it's because uh, they know it's going to be a short service tonight. (laughs) But it was an encouragement to me nonetheless, and I still took it to heart. And uh, they were a blessing to me. But uh, I do love the teenagers, and I enjoy working with them. And it's an honor, too. God can really use them. They have a good future in front of them. They um, they have a lot of potential if they stay right with God and they stay willing. Um, And it's a a privilege to be able to serve here and to to work with them. uh, As I always say, it is difficult to preach. and It's not an easy thing to do and to get up and and, um, preach God's word, especially after uh, after pastor. Pastor is such an eloquent speaker. And as a message, his message this morning, um, I feel like the kid in art class who comes up after the, um, you know, the, the annoyingly gifted kid that, you know, drew the beautiful sunset in watercolor, and I come up with a stick figure of my dog uh, in crayon, and, you know, I'm trying to show it to you. Um, so it doesn't make it easy, but I'm thankful for Pastor and his, uh, his, um, his proficiency in preaching, and um, it is a testament to his knowledge of the Bible. It's a testament to his love of the Bible. And it's a testament to God's power on him. And I do appreciate that. And it is a blessing um, to be a part of this church and part of this ministry. Um, but the topic for tonight, I think it's a simple one. Um, simple like a st- stick drawing of a dog. Um, but I think, it, I think it can be useful. I think it can be helpful. Um, I, think, I think everybody can take something from the message tonight. So if you can look past this, the chicken scratch a little bit and uh, look at the message, I, I, hope it, I hope and I pray that it will be a help to you and that um, you'll be able to get something from um, God's Word tonight. Um, we don't have a text verse, so I'm just go ahead and pray and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what the title is and what, what we're going to be talking about and we'll just get uh, right into it. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, pray that you please just bless the service now. Uh, pray that you please move me aside, Lord, and speak through me, Lord. Help me to be a help to these people, Lord. They came to hear from you and they, they need to hear from you, Lord, and pray that you would just use me in that capacity, Lord, to, to help somebody and to help um, somebody through a situation they may, maybe, they're go, maybe they're going through right now. And I pray, Lord, that you would just bless. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, the topic I have, or the title of tonight's message, if you are taking notes, is what to do when you don't know what to do. What to do when you don't know what to do. And that's a topic that everyone can relate to. Um, If you've never come to a point in your life or a situation where you just had no idea what you were going to do um, in that situation or in that circumstance, Talk to me after the service. I want to meet you because that would be that's impressive. Um, but we all go through uh, through things in life. For the rest of us normal people, what do we do when we don't know what to do? That is a 
terrible predicament to find ourselves in. It's not a fun situation when we don't know uh, what we need to do. It's not, a, not enjoyable in any way. Uncertainty, doubt, worry, anxiety, these emotions start to creep up because we don't know what to do. We're trying to figure out what, what, what needs to get done. Um, how, do I, how do I accomplish this thing? Which makes it then even more difficult uh, with the decision because now you're trying to make the decision and now you've got worry and you've got doubt, you've got all these other emotions that are, are taxing you and you're trying to figure out what do I need to do in this situation. Maybe you're dealing with hurt. Uh, maybe it's a situation of hurt and you just don't know what to do. You don't know how to handle the situation. You don't know what's next. What do I, what, what's, what's the path forward there? Maybe it's a problem, just a problem that comes up um, from in your day-to-day -day life. Something, that situation you got to handle. You got you to gotta deal with it, but you just don't know how. You don't know what you're going to do with it. Maybe it's a specific jo uh, choice or decision that you've got to make with your life. Uh, maybe it's God's will, finding God's will for your life. You're not, sh you're not certain in that. You're unsure uh, what you're going to do in the future or a future step. Uh, might be a next step in life, whether that's uh, retirement, changing jobs, moving away. Something, uh, some type of change that has to take place that you have to decide on. And you just don't know what to do. You're not sure yet. Um, and whatever it is that you're going through, whatever problem, you find yourself saying, I have no idea what to do. What do you do then? What do you do then? And I heard somebody mention it. And maybe you have turned to God. Maybe you've, maybe you've prayed about it. Maybe you've gone to God and you've asked and you're going to the right person. Um, but you, you pray and you don't get direction. You pray and you don't get leading. You pray and you don't get peace. You pray and you're still unsure of what God wants you to do. What do you do then? Um, that is not a fun situation. I have been there before. Um, I have found myself in a position of praying, going to the right person and asking uh, God for direction and not getting it. And it is, a, it is a difficult thing to go through for sure. For those of you who don't know, I graduated uh, pro at, from Providence Baptist College in the spring of 2016. Um, so I graduated in the spring of 2016. And I graduated with a degree in missions. Uh, I, I had felt called to be a missionary. I was going to be a missionary to, to Japan. I had every intention as I graduated in 2016 to become a missionary. I had taken a missions trip to Japan. I knew missionaries there. Um, this had been the direction of my life since I was a young child. Um, I had surrendered at a young age. And that's if you had asked me what I was going to do with my life, what God wanted me to do, that's what it was. I was missions. I was going to be a missionary to Japan. But when I graduated and started to, to pray about deputation, what God is going to have for me, God didn't answer. He's, he, he, it wasn't that he said no right away. It was just no answer. Yeah. It was silence. Um, graduated. Okay, God, when do, you want, when do you want to start deputation? When should I go? No answer. Yeah. Um, okay, well, when do you want me to go? How do you want me to go? When do you want me to start? No answer. No direction. No, no peace about it. A year goes by. No direction. Yeah. No answer. Yeah. No leading. Two years, no answer. Then you start. Then you start praying. What else, God? What else should I do? What is? Is it anything else? Three years, no answer. <laughs> Difficult place to be. Difficult place to be. You start praying, what, what else, Lord? What else would you have me to do? I prayed pretty much anything that you could pray for direction. What, what is it, Lord? Is it this? Is it that? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? 
I'll do it. No answer, no peace. <clears throat> so then you start praying, what else, what else do you have for me, Lord? What else, where else do you want me to go? What else do you want me to do with my life? You know, I'll do it. Three years, no answer. Four, four years, no answer. <clears throat> the hardest part was not necessarily not knowing what, what God was going to do. Um, it, was, it was one of the harder parts was people asking you, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, when are you start in deputation? I don't know. When are you, are, are you still going to Japan? Is that what you, is that, is that what, you know, that's what you were going to do? Uh, are you not doing that anymore? I, I don't know. What are you, you know, what are your plans for your future? I don't know. I don't know what God has. I don't know what God wanted. That's a difficult place to be in. For five years, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what God wanted me as far as my future. Finally, to, uh, early 2021, I was approached about coming here to be on staff. And Lord, Lord showed me his will and gave me direction. And uh, he, he ended up giving a path and a path forward of what to do, where to go. And he led me here. Um, but, but five years, I didn't know what to do. Five years, you got to do something for five years. Um, that's, a, that's a long time to just sit and wait in silence and not, not knowing what the future holds. Um, so what do you do? What do you do during that time? What do you do when you don't know and you don't have peace about what the future, what, what God wants for you to do? I have four things tonight to go over that I hope uh, we'll be able to take a look at tonight that I hope will be a blessing and a help to you uh, with whatever you're facing. They're simple, uh, but sometimes we get when we get flustered, when we don't know what to do, we don't know what's going on, we get flustered, we get, um, we get emotional, we, get, we, we are unsure about what to do, and, and we forget the simple basics, we get simple things. And these things are very simple, and I think some of you are going to look past it and think, well, that's just too easy. Um, similar to how people look past salvation, and think, oh, that, that can't be that easy. It can't be that simple, um, but it is, and, and, and we overcomplicate things sometimes, and, and, and when it comes to finding God's will, and when, in a time where you don't know, um, it's a very dangerous time, um, so it's, it, you need to make sure that you are doing what is right when you don't know what to do. Um, first off, keep looking for God's will. Don't give up on, giving, don't give up on finding God's will just because he is silent. Uh, keep looking for God's leading and direction. Don't ever give up on that. Just because he's silent, just because he doesn't answer you the first time, just because he doesn't answer you the first week, uh, don't just give up and give in. Um, keep, you're, looking, you're looking for a direction in your life, and you're looking for um, a path in the right place. You're going to the right person. Isaiah 30, 18. Um, but you have, just have to keep looking. Isaiah 30, 18 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as easels, eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We love the second half of that, per, uh, that verse. Um, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We love that, first, uh, that second part, but we hate that first part. What do we have to do? We have to wait. Yeah. I have to do what? I have to wait? I have to just sit and, and not move forward? Um, so we think... I have to sit and not move forward. I have to wait on him. Well, I want the answer now. I want the direction now. I want to know what's going on ahead. Uh, sometimes we just have to wait. We are looking in the right. If you're looking to God, you're looking in the right direction. Keep waiting. Don't give up. Some victories and some answers to prayer take more prayer than others. Let's go to Mark. Mark chapter 9. Some victories and answers to prayer take more than others. Mark chapter nine verse or yeah Mark chapter nine verse seventeen where we'll start. 
<clears throat> and one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. Uh, so we have, we have a situation here, a problem here the disciples are facing. Um, and they're not able to overcome it. They're not able to cast this, this uh, demon-possessed uh, child. They're not able to give him the victory. And I'm sure they prayed. I'm sure they uh, were doing it in the right um, context. They weren't um, doing it in their own name. They were doing it in Jesus' name. They were doing everything right. Um, but it wasn't working. They weren't getting the solution that they wanted um, with it. Um, God, uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus does heal the child. And in verse uh, 27, we can pick it up. And Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and arose. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast him out? And he said unto them, this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Some victories are just going to take more to the solution, um, more prayer, more fasting than others. Some, some situations, I believe this, the disciples could have cast this, uh, this demon out if they had prayed and they had fasted over it. Some victories that we're, we need to have uh, maybe questions answered or direction in. Sometimes it's going to have to come by prayer and by fasting. It cannot be just our simple passing prayer of, Lord, give me wisdom. I think of Daniel. I think of Daniel who prayed and fasted for three weeks in Daniel chapter 10. Three weeks he prayed and fasted um, to get his answer to prayer, to get direction on this, uh, this, this uh, dream that he had. Um, but it took three weeks for him to get that answer. And, and it took prayer and it took fasting. It took above and beyond uh, just your normal routine, your normal pace to be able to get that solution. Uh, James 5.16 says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Um, we'll talk more about the righteous part of that in a minute, but the first part of that, effectual, fervent prayer. When's the last time you approached that situation, approached that problem with effectual, uh, fervent prayer? Um, it's, it's, that has a lot more connotation than just your average, Lord, give me wisdom. Um, it's a lot more serious than that. And God wants to see, um, see sometimes your seriousness in the situation. It's going to take more um, on your part to be able to get the right answer. Keep looking in the right direction. Keep praying to God um, to show him what he would have you to do and for his leading. It may take three weeks. It may take five years. It may never have, you may never have leading in that specific area, but if you're looking towards God, you're looking for Him for direction, uh, you're not going to steer off, you're not going uh, to go off course and you won't go wrong. Keep looking to where you are looking, even if you aren't getting an answer. That's number one. Secondly, don't do something you shouldn't do. Very mind-blowing, I know. But don't do something you know you shouldn't do. Uh, and there's two sides to this coin. There's two sides of the, to this point uh, that pe people can fall under. First off, there's the drastic decisions and choices. As I mentioned before, not knowing something, not knowing what to do, that can be a very uh, unnerving. Uh, doubts and fears arise, and, and we feel the need that we just got to do something. I got to do something. Well, this is happening, and I got to make a choice, and I just got to do something. And um, we rush into it, and we basically it off of emotions, we base it off of our doubts and our fears, as opposed to um, something spiritual. And we, we, we're, we're doing something. We, if somebody asks us, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? We wouldn't have any answers. We're just doing it just to do it. Um, that can get us into trouble. Um, so it's same thing with, you know, sometimes a tragedy happens and you see somebody and you got, feel like you're just compelled to say something and you, you go up to them and you just, you just totally botch it up because you, you didn't have the right words to say. You didn't know what to say, but you felt like I needed to say something. Um, we get into trouble because we have this urge. Um, if, you don't, if you don't know what to do, don't do something that you, sh you know you shouldn't do. Sometimes you have to um, take a step back. Don't do anything drastic, whereas if you had taken your time, 
thought about it and then maybe gotten some direction on it, you would have thought more clearly and you would have seen that that would have been the wrong choice. Uh, I know Brother Gomez has always taught, don't make a decision after dark. Don't make any important decisions after dark. If it's an important enough decision that you need to make it now, it can wait for you to think and make sure it's the right decision. Uh, but don't lead into anything drastically um, and, and do end up doing something that you know deep down you shouldn't do. Then there's the discouraged part of this. They, I prayed, and I don't know what to do, so I give up. You know, I tried that before. I asked God. He's not leading it, so I'm just going to just do something on my own. I'm just going to uh, blaze my own trail and do my own thing. Um, I prayed about where to go to Bible college, but I don't know, so I guess God just isn't going to use me. So I'm just going to not go to Bible college. I'm not going to go to college at all. I'm going to stay at my parents' house the rest of my life and become an underwater basket weaver. You know, they... <laughs> I've seen it before. People, people they're, they're, they have a decision in life. They're going through a transition. There's something happening, and you could tell um, it's a transition point, and they don't know what to do. And then they pick the one thing that they shouldn't do at all, yeah. the, the perfectly wrong choice, not even close to what's right. Um, they get discouraged because they don't know. Um, you see that happen with people who, who, who break up. They're in a relationship for a long time, and then they break up. And then they just take whoever, the, you know, some guy off the street, you know, just whoever's going to take me. And it's a rebound type of situation. Yeah. but they're doing it because they don't know what to do. So they just, I'm going to just take whoever. Um, don't, don't make a discouraged, um, uh, d discouraged de decision and a discouraged choice. Don't just do something. Don't do something just to do it. Uh, the time may come for you to have to do something, and we'll get into that in a, in a minute what to do. But don't just do something wrong uh, just to do something. How, how is God going to answer your prayer if you're, you're making the wrong choices, you're doing the wrong decisions, and, and you, you're still, the problem is still there, um, but you're making all the wrong choices, you're doing all the wrong things. Um, God's not going to be able to speak to you in that way. He's going to have to deal with your sin first before he can give you direction. Um, don't do something that you know you shouldn't do. Is number two. Number three, keep doing what you know you should be doing. Uh, keep doing what you know you should. Keep following the direction God has already given you. Um, what you already know God wants you to do doesn't change just because you don't know his leading in one area. Uh, there's plenty of other areas that God has given us that God shows us what to do and that we can follow those, uh, those obedience. God still wants you to read his word. God still wants you to pray. He still wants you to come to church. He still wants you to go soul winning. He still wants you to tithe. He wants you to live your life as a Christian, regardless of the uncertainty you have. He's still certain in those things, and he still knows, and he's still giving those commandments. Those, those, direction, those directions do not change. Sometimes direction obeyed is more direction given. Um, sometimes you have to obey the direction before he's going to give you more steps. Why is he going to give you further steps if you're not simply reading your Bible already? You're not, you're not attending church faithfully and you're, you're um, uncertain about the future and you wanted God to show you because you're, you know, God, if you show me, I'll do it. Um, he might be thinking, well, if I show you, you won't do it because I, everything I do show you, you don't do already. I already tell you to read your Bible. You don't do that. You don't come to church. You don't go out so on. You're not a witness. You're not a, you don't practice a Christian, uh, Christian life and Christian habits. Um, why, why am I going to give you direction uh, for something else when you aren't following the instruction already given? We get on to kids sometimes for that. Did you, did you, they're asking all these other questions about other things going on. Did you do what I told you to do? Okay, no. Well, get that done first, and then maybe I'll give you some more direction. But direction obeyed can be more direction given. 
And it takes faith to keep walking in darkness. Um, but in Hebrews 11, it's at 11, 6, it says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Sometimes it is difficult to keep going and to keep doing it um, in the darkness and, and uncertainty and not knowing. Um, and that's difficult and it takes faith. But through faith and through our obedience in that situation, God will be pleased because of it. Uh, Psalms 119. Let's go ahead and turn there. Psalms 119. Verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God's word, God's principles, God's teachings. It's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto my path. Not the whole pathway, not the whole trail, just step by step. And that's not, that's not what we want, is it? Sometimes we want the answer. We want to see what's going on at the end of the road. We want to see the whole layout, every bump, every valley, every, um, every step that we will need to take. I want to know all of that. Um, and sometimes, sometimes, exactly, that's what I have. Uh, sometimes we might not be able to handle it. It might be too much. If we were to see all that God has for us, we would be too scared. We wouldn't want that for ourselves because at the moment we wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, but it's step by step. Um, God leaves you. He may not give you direction in what you're praying about, um, but he may give you direction in other things and in other matters, and, and he may still speak to you. God did not, not speak to me for five years. Um, I, I, for five years, I didn't have the Holy Ghost speak to me. He, he spoke to me. There was plenty of things that uh, he changed this, do this, don't do that. Um, why don't you think about doing this? Um, change that attitude. Start doing this. Um, he, there was plenty of speaking that God did to me. It just was not in what I wanted. It wasn't when the, in an area that I wanted to know. What do I need to do? Um, but it wasn't anything that God had at the moment, and at the, uh, each of the steps that he showed, uh, we need to, uh, I needed to follow. And, that, and likewise, every step that God shows you, if God speaks to you, he may not be speaking to you in the area you want, but if he's speaking to you at all in other areas, follow those directions, follow those steps that might be leading you towards uh, the thing that you don't know, but uh, through a different way and through a different path that you don't see at the moment. Um, so keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. Sometimes it's our instincts to, instincts to freeze up in a situation uh, where we don't know what to do. Um, Brother, Brother Josh did a um, safety, gun safety training yesterday, and he talked about that a little bit, about um, active shooter situations. you got people that overreact, kind of what we talked about before, doing the wrong thing. People who just do something just to do it, and they're doing the wrong thing, making things worse. But then you get other people who get, who get frozen. They get deer in the headlights. They freeze up. They don't know what to do, and they just stop. And they just don't do anything then. They just quit, quit functioning, quit thinking. And uh, sometimes you may just, you, there's uncertainty in your life. You don't know what to do. And you just want to stop. You want to sit back and do nothing. You want to pull back your service. You want to pull back your attendance. You say, I just need time to think. I just need some space, time and space to think and get away and just not do all that I already know I should be doing. And we, we stray from that. Stay faithful in what you've already been told to do. We rest to work, not rest to rest. Um, so don't, don't give up. Uh, don't step down. Don't stop doing what you've already been doing in the direction that God has already given you. Uh, flourish where God has planted you. And do what God wants you to do, uh, that you know that what God wants you to do. And uh, he may lead, that, may lead you eventually to the answer. 
Similar to if you're doing wrong, how can God speak to you? How can God speak to you if you're not doing what's right? Um, it's just as much of a problem. Um, so keep doing what you know you're supposed to do. You, don't, you have an uncertainty. You have a problem. Well, just do what you know is right um, in other situations. And you're going to need whatever it is, whatever that unknown situation, whatever that decision is. You're going to need to be in the best spiritual decision to make that once the time comes. And if you're, you're throwing everything to the side, you're throwing your reading to the side, you're throwing your prayer to the side, your walk, um, your, your, your church attendance, you're throwing all that to the side just to figure out what's, what to do, you're, you're doing all the wrong things. You're, you're heading the wrong direction. So keep doing what you know you're supposed to do. And then lastly, when you don't know what to do, and then you need to do something about it. Eventually, the time comes where a decision has to be made, and sometimes that's uh, sooner than others. But get counsel before making your decision. Let's go to Proverbs. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 11. And I know teens, we've been talking about getting counsel, so I'm not going to reteach everything we've gone over. But Proverbs 11, verse number 14, says, Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitudes of counselors, there is safety. Not safety in falling, but safety from falling. It's not a safety net because you are falling. It's, it's, it's a guardrail to keep you from falling down into the wrong decision. Um, so where no counsel is, people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 15, verse 22. A couple, couple pages over. Proverbs 15, <clears throat> verse 22. Without counsel... Purposes are disappointed. Things that people set out to do, things that people wanted to do, the plan, the or, the organ. That's what. That's not what I was planning. Um, that type of situation without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. What you set out to do, what you wanted to get done, that is going to get established through multitude of counselors. And also twenty-four. Let's go to Proverbs twenty-four. Twenty-four, verse six: For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in multitude of counselors there is safety. So, Bible doesn't repeat itself just for uh, repetition's sake, but uh, it's a clear Bible teaching. When you have an important decision, all three of these verses talk about important things, important decisions. When you have a an important decision or an important choice to make, um, counsel is what you need to get. Counsel is what you need to get before you make your decision, before it happens, <clears throat> not after. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes we we decide what we're going to do, and then we get counsel counsel afterwards. And it's more of the uh, checked it off my box list and, and did it just to say I got it done, as opposed to actually uh, truly doing what counsel is and considering what that person might say and what that person might lead towards. Um, so it's before, not after. Sometimes pastor is the last person to find out what's happening, uh, a big decision that's been made, and uh, when he should be the first one that's asked. And uh, you, oh, hey, pastor, yeah, we're moving, we're moving out of state next month, and uh, yeah, we didn't get a chance to talk yet. But it, is that a good idea? Well, by then it's it's too late. Your decision's already made. The choice is already done, and. It, that's what's going to happen. So it doesn't matter really what he says. But get counsel before you decide on something, uh, before it happens, not afterwards. Um, otherwise, you're just wasting everybody's time at that point because you've already just decided what you're going to do. 
Why, is, why should we get counsel? Because, um, as Pastor mentioned it this morning, uh, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man. Um, people, again, the, uh, the verse in 1522 talks about purposes are established, but um, <coughs> I can't think of the, the, the wording for the first part, but purposes are disappointed. Things that you set out to do, it seemed right. I thought it was the right choice. I didn't know what to do, but I just made my best educated guess, and I looked at it this way, and this is this is the decision I went with. Um, ended up in death. Ended up in destruction. Uh, they didn't. Sometimes we make it seem like everyone that uh, leaves is set out to destroy themselves. That's not their mentality. That's not their choice. That's not what they are choosing. Um, purposefully, but but through through ignorance, as Pastor said, through deception, uh, the devil presents something. He brings something up, and he shows it shows himself in a wonderful situation, and and people make a choice and make a decision uh, based off of that, as a, and and not get any counsel on it. They don't get another perspective, don't get another view of the situation, and lives are ruined and families destroyed because no counsel. There was no counsel, and I know that's that's talking about maybe something that uh, you you ne- weren't necessarily unsure about. Uh, but especially for situations that you, you are unconfident in or unsure. There's not specific leading that you, you feel, but you need to make a decision. Get some spiritual counsel. Get some counsel. Uh, who should you get counsel from? Uh, first of all, God's word. We've kind of already mentioned that in the, in the beginning of the seeking God, Psalms 119, 105. That word is the lamp. Uh, we should be going to God's word, seeking counsel from that. Uh, spiritual leaders. Spiritual leaders could be a multitude of different types of people, depending on where you're at. Uh, could be a Sunday school teacher. Could be um, somebody that's over you in a ministry uh, of sorts. Obviously, it would be pastor. And it would be silly not to utilize um, help. It's silly not to utilize help when it's there. And just another set of eyes, another set of um, of of perspective on the situation. And especially after Pastor's message on Wednesday, and I think it ties in well, um, you saw his heart, or if you if you didn't, you're, you're dead in uh, more ways than one. But if you saw his heart, uh, you know he cares about you. You know he wants what's best, and he, he's going to give you um, to his best ability, uh, direction that God might have on the situation. So get counsel from spiritual leaders. Get counsel from hoary heads, as I like to say. Um, those that have gone through life and have wisdom. Uh, Exodus 18:19 talks about Moses and his father-in-law. He gets direction uh, from his father-in-law. His father-in-law is just a shepherd guy, but um, he had some wisdom. He's been through life, and he had, he had done things before. And he was able to help Moses with leading the people of Israel and giving him some counsel and some direction. Uh, you look at the different kings. They had, uh, they had counselors. They had men that they would go to for to ask questions. These were not... Priests, they were not um, spiritual leaders in that aspect. They were just men who understood things. And, and I look at Daniel. Daniel was a counselor um, to, to the king. So there, um, there is um, worth in getting, there is, uh, it's worthwhile to get a counselor who has been through life and who has gone through different situations. Maybe a situation similar to what you've gone through, uh, but get counsel. Just because they've gone through life, though, doesn't mean they have wisdom, so you do use discretion there. Um, find an old counselor, not an old coot, is what I have down. So sometimes, though, insanity and brilliance sometimes is a fine line. Um, so maybe, maybe an old coot will work. Uh, but find somebody uh, that you can go to that 
has been through has been through things before and who has who can help you uh, give counsel in that. And then just use discretion with that, especially with pastor. Don't don't waste up his time. He doesn't he doesn't want to say it because then there's got those that uh, those that should get counsel are going to look at their situations. Oh, I'm just going to be wasting his time. It's not that big of a deal. And those are the people that aren't going to go to him for counsel. Uh, but use discretion. And he wants he wants to help you. Um, he wants to help you with your decisions. Maybe not your decision of what where to go for breakfast, but he does want to help you with, uh, with decisions and, and obstacles and problems that you have, and he'll, he'll, he'll do what he can to give counsel in that aspect. But get counsel. Don't go through it alone. It's silly, silly not to get help <clears throat> when you can have it. So what to do when you don't know what to do? First, keep looking to God for the answers. Keep going to the right source. If you're at the right place, don't leave it. Um, don't don't. Uh, turn off and, and, st and start doing wrong and start getting into sin, getting into other things because you didn't get the answer, you're unsure what to do. Um, don't, don't do what you know is wrong. Do, keep, continue and, and do what you know is right to do. Don't stop doing what's right uh, because you don't have direction. Um, it can be hard, it can be discouraging, you have all these questions, you're unsure. Do what you know for sure you should do and God will give you direction there and get counsel. Get counsel from, from people that People that love you, people that will help you um, in making that decision. And at the end, you have to, you may have to make a decision. You have to do something. But at least you've done something. You've had a path and a plan. And again, <clears throat> very simple stuff, very simple points. But in the moment, sometimes when something happens, something comes up, we don't think it through. We don't. We start making choices without talking to people. We start uh, just choosing things at random and not and not praying about it. And we we pull back from different things because we just don't know what to do. Um, don't let that be the case. And implement these things, and I, I believe if you if you apply them to your lives, apply them to uh, your uh, the next problems that you have, the, the circumstances that you come through, it'll be a help to you. And I and I and I and I know that because it is it helped me. <clears throat> One of the biggest things that I always said I didn't I didn't know what God wanted me to do. I'm not sure what God has for me in the future, but I'm just going to keep doing what, we're, what I was doing before. And he will lead me and he'll show me what to do after that. Um, so it helped me in a very difficult time through a difficult period. Just doing what you're supposed to do and staying away from sin and keep going to the right source. Uh, when it comes time to make that decision, get some counsel on it before it happens. And um, your purposes won't be disappointed. Thank you for listening to our audio preaching podcast. For more information about our ministries, or if you would like to get in contact with us, please visit our website at heritagebaptistcctx.org. May God bless you as you go forward with the gospel this week.